0: Hmm. Greetings, queens, toes, and fellow women. How are you all doing? My name is Najunya Nakiomonyini, and today my wish is for us to have a conversation regarding our daughters in high school. Our daughters have wombs, full, working wombs. When your daughter was in your womb at 22 weeks old, she had a womb, for the uterus and ovaries are evident by 12 weeks old. By 22 weeks, your daughter's ovaries had completely formed and shifted from the abdomen area into the pelvic area. Amazingly, these ovaries at 22 weeks already contain a lifetime supply of around 6 million eggs. This means that your grandchildren are in your own womb because they are in your daughter's womb. And this also means that whatever affects or infects your daughter in effect, her children as well. I am an energy and womb healer. This is knowledge that has been handed down to me by my grandmothers and elder women, aunties and older cousins. It is combined with knowledge that I have studied for because I have read thousands and thousands of books and researched material for many years. So this is a real chat. It's official. Now, I usually ask that you dear queens listen to these conversations that we have on this podcast with your womb instinct and perceive the truths of what I speak. Observe if it it sits well in your womb, not your gut feeling. For the word guts is a slang word for intestines. And we all know what's at the end of the intestine. The womb, however, is connected directly to two of our major organs, both the heart and the brain. Direct connections. So when I speak, let it settle in your womb. And from there you will know whether I sound the truth or not. For the functions of the womb are 1. Truth. 2. Balance. 3. Order. 4. Harmony. 5. Righteousness. 6. Morality. Or a sense of 7. Justice. And the last, but not the least, our wombs are organs of 8. Creation and creative energy. A woman, by the very virtue of her having a womb organ, is born with these very strong traits of truth and balance, order, harmony, righteousness, morality and justice, creation or creativity. This is why little girls, from the day they are born, are seen to be nurturing and caring. They have inbuilt truths. For they are born with these ideologies and philosophies. These are not taught ideologies. Do you understand? No womb-bearer is taught these traits. They are born with them. If you watch your daughters, they have an awesome natural ability of truth, balance, order, harmony, righteousness, morality, justice and creation. Or creativity. Your daughter, your younger baby sisters, your baby cousins, your nieces, they're all women. Learn to recognize these principles in those women who surround you, both young and old. Now, why did I decide today of all days to bring up the topic of our daughters in high school? Because of what transpires to our daughters when they join these high schools and the resulting painful trauma. You see, Many of us want the best for our daughters. We're focusing on education for the girl child in Africa. It's a thing with international world organizations, charities, NGOs, the UN, etc., etc. The whole world is focusing on education and human rights of the girl child. Totally awesome. Wonderful. So, as mothers, we are proud. (laughs) We are proud when our daughters score high marks in their primary education and are chosen, chosen by institutions which are deemed as the best in the country. I mean, to be educated by the best teachers in the country, it's awesome. It's a feat of accomplishment of our daughters. And in pride and excitement of their achievements, we celebrate and pack her off to school without an iota of warning. We throw them into these dangerous rivers without teaching them how to swim. We throw them into these dangerous rivers without a warning about the snakes and crocodiles, hippos and whirlpools and rocks and waterfalls and dead trees in the water. And when they begin to drown, we shout at them, grievous, harmful words from the safe shore. When the crocodiles begin to attack them, we shout heinous, harmful words from the safe shore. When the hippos trample them, we shout dreadful, harmful words while we stand at the safe shore. Hey, why are you drowning? What's wrong with you? Or, you wanted to go to this school, didn't you? Just shut up. Or, it's the best school in the country, okay, bear it, or what's wrong with you, how come you don't know how to swim, are you stupid or something, shoddier still are the daughters who are taught by their parents to accept bullying, or to quote unquote, turn the other cheek, they are told, if you are slapped on this cheek, let them slap the other cheek. Now, I'll tell you up front that the bullying is not only about the slapping of the face. It's as bad as rape. Yet, we as parents do not warn our daughters. And when hell breaks loose, we have the audacity to tell them to accept the violent behavior. And worse, to let it be repeated on them. No. I'm talking about the four years of high school. For the womb child. It's a different time from the primary years, very different. It's another entirely diverse world with different rules, different attitudes. And yes, it is brutal. And this is why I'm addressing you as Mateus. For girls are particularly sensitive due to their womb organ. Remember, it's a truth organ. It's a balancing organ, a justice organ. It's an organ whose energy is harmony, righteousness, morality and justice. And bullying is none of these. During those four years, your daughter will be made or broken regarding her energy in motion, where her internal gifts will either be disabled or enabled. And yet, when we take them to these schools, are we not doing so to enable them? But we cannot all homeschool our daughters for the fear of the dangers of high school. That's impossible. And they are wonderful years of learning and networking. We can't refuse to go on the journey of life, even though the journey of life is fraught with many dangers. How then can we assist our daughters? We can help them, dear queens, by instilling confidence in them prior to sending them off to school. Question How do you instill confidence? Well, by sitting them down, not once, not twice, but over weeks and over months. Don't talk about periods in sex and the birds and the bees and tell yourself, okay, my job is done. Kusha, no, 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 no. You're a maito, okay? You have responsibilities and your responsibilities are much, much deeper then sex and the birds and the bees. Sit down with your daughter over tea or coffee or cakes or some delish meal and be honest with them about bullying and harassment and violence. Don't freak them out. Oh, or freak them out, whichever works. Tell them about the river of high school, about the crocodiles, hippos, and other dangerous creatures in the river. About the currents in the river, about the deep spaces and whirlpools, about the dangers. Take walks with them during your evenings after work. Make conversations with them. Laugh, smile. Tell them that you are proud of them. Watch comedy movies with them. Laugh. And get to know what they find genuinely hilarious and ridiculous. Bond with them and tell them that they are beautiful because they are. Teach them and divulge to them the virtues of the womb. That they have these inner principles of truth, balance, order, harmony, righteousness, morality and justice, creation and creativity. Talk to them about how wonderful they are. And that even if things go wrong in school or in life, that you will never ever shout at them or shut them out. That you'll never shout at them from the shoreline, but will always assist them and be their guide. That high school should be a journey of experience and not a jail term. Teach them and explain to them, how they can avoid the crocodiles, the snakes, and hippos, how to use their womb instincts to navigate dangerous aspects of the of not just high school, but of life itself. High school is the beginning of the adulting journey. Teach them that instead of throwing themselves over dangerous waterfalls, they can instead clamber down the side of the cliff slowly and safely, and join the river at the bottom and continue on with their journeys, queens. I'm using a river as an illustration. You may choose another of your liking that is more pertinent to you. However, the idea is singular. Don't throw your daughter into four years of high school without a plot and a map. High school is one of the hardest experiences in Kenya for our girls and and, 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 unfortunately, There is an imbalance between the rich and the poor girls, between the city girls and girls from the village, and there is much, much stigma attached on where one lives and on the status of the parents. Unfortunately, this releases very toxic emotions. There's extreme jealousy, there's theft, there's rape, and we know that children murder other children. If You do not tell your daughter these truths. You will leave your daughter defenseless against intended or unintended bullying from both students and teachers. And she may spend a miserable four years of being taunted, mistreated and bullied without any knowledge on how to respond. Give her the tools of confidence so she is not shamed or bullied about anything Be it her own body, her looks, her figure, the way she walks, her accent, her parents' status in life, or where she comes from. When you're talking to your daughters, make them feel comfortable about you as her parent, where you live, the work you do, where you live as a family, instill confidence. Bullying is shaming. Bullying is shaming another. Bullying is shaming another for what they are. Now, confident young children are very difficult to bully. A question I am often asked is, why do young children bully other children so much? And they do so because of their mindsets. And the wrong use of their natural energy. Note that for a minute here, I will switch from speaking of just the female. I will address our bullying children, both our princesses and princes, and adults. Genuine happiness and how to live a happy life comes down simply to this one word: create and creativity. For. We are all energy beings that constantly create energy. This energy is in two specific different forms regarded as negative and positive. Within these dimensions, our energy can be weak or strong. So we can emit a strong positive energy like happiness and laughter and joy or fainter positive energy where we are happy internally and at peace with ourselves, but it cannot really be seen from afar. We can also release strong negative energy, like a fury, or a weak negative energy, or what I call the spirit of Waswas, or Wasiwasi. Waswas is a sinister, slimy spirit that is tenacious. It's clingy, it's an energy which is very negative and toxic. It is subversive, subliminal, and it is concealed. It is hard to spot it outright. Many carry the spirit of waswas around them like a cloak. And these people, well, they're very, very negative, And they are unhappy souls. As adults, we can choose which system to use as we navigate through life. However, we experience unhappiness and depression when we are not creating the opposite, positive energy. Those that create positive energy, like for example, music or painting, writing, art, comedy, architecture, gardening, or planting and growing green things, those who put their energy into dancing, or in movement sports, be it swimming, or volleyball, or track and field athletics, or those who build and create things, like engineers or sculptors. People who partake of their talents, those who create a family, create solutions to community problems. These are all some of the happiest people on earth. On the other side of the scale, are those humans who are not positive energy creators. They do not know how to create positive energy and they scoff at creatives. Those who often are covered with a waswas spirit. Many of them value money, riches and wealth above all else and think that creativity is an inferior quality. This group of people are known as the consumers. Money buys what they require. They are not creative, or they're not very creative. And they use their wealth to buy and purchase the ideas and products that the creators create, be it architecture, fancy buildings, paintings, art, food, music, sporting abilities. They consume the content of the creators, Unfortunately, adult consumers raise their children in this vacuum of non-creation where they only consume. If you need it, buy it. Money is the key. Some of these children don't know how to create good energy. And in the wrong atmosphere, when left unchecked, they themselves become small consumers. And if you do not warn your own children about them, then they will consume your child. Tukopamoja, warn your girl child. If you do not, both she and you will pay a heavy price. From my inbox last week, quote unquote, I have a childhood friend who is still living in Dandora, Nairobi. His daughter passed brilliantly And she was accepted to one of the best boarding schools in Kenya. He matched the fees and catered for her personal needs. But where he was telling me, his daughter came back a different person from the girl he had sent to school. She was bullied. She was tormented, harassed and persecuted because of where she lived. Dandora is associated with Nairobi's main dump site. She was taunted repeatedly, harufu, and other taunts. And when she came back after a single term, she had such bad, low self-esteem issues. Watcha to, mpaka they had to engage a counselor. I know some of you have memories about your own schools your own high schools, and the bullying that went on there, maybe not to you directly, but to other girls. This fear and anxiety is bad for our wombs, especially when today we even have children murdering other children in some of these institutions. It's wrong. It can't be swept under the carpet. These emotions, they affect your daughter's health for their entire lifetime, their entire life. I know many adults who, at 68, they shudder and have nightmares, at some of the experiences that they had when they were in high school. As my tooth, we proudly dub our daughters, quote-unquote, big girls. But subliminally, what they hear you telling them is that you are a big girl now. Don't cry or call me when you're in trouble. We also call our daughters mama or mother. This is wrong. They're not mothers. They're children. Queens, the human brain matures at 25 years of age. At 12 years of age, your daughters are at the cusp of their lives. And I'll repeat again about what the womb is. The womb is truth and balance, order, harmony, righteousness, morality and justice, and creation and creativity. These eight energies must be supplied constantly while the womb begins to mature and menstruate. If not, it will grow abnormally. And what is abnormal growth? It is disease of the womb, diseases such as womb and cervical cancers, high blood pressures, breast cancers, etc. For our emotions and stress levels vastly affect and infect the health of our wombs. Science is now proving that much dis-ease of our organs begins in our younger teen years. ACEs, spelled capital A, capital C, capital E and small letter S, is the acronym that stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. ACEs is a real physical disorder. It's a disease. These experiences include factors like physical and emotional abuse, neglect from caregivers and parents, household um, or home and school abuse and beatings, and violence from the home and school during the char- childhood years. When I talk with many women and we discuss their pasts, especially those high school years, I usually connect the links between their present-day diseases and traumas to adverse childhood experiences. Queens, what we go through in those early years, it affects and infects us for life, which is why many of our brightest princesses graduate from high school with extra diplomas in alcohol abuse or drug dependence, diplomas in depression, certificates of sadness, while others, well they take a final degree and commit suicide for emotional pain is excruciating. Which is why I beg you as, toes, as mothers to begin to have a relationship with your daughters beyond demanding good grades in school. Cook up a rich, warm relationship with your daughters where you can laugh with them. Listen to them when they talk. Learn about their dreams and talents. Create a relationship where you are their guide, not just their parent. For the word parent is made up of two words, pay and rent. So yes, while you must pay rent for them, be also their chaperones, their guides, their leaders. Be responsible. Become their mentors. Be the adult that they can depend on. While we cannot change the attitude of others' children towards your own daughters, Or force them to treat your daughters right. What you can do, and this is the most important element in this entire talk, is that you can focus on the solution. And the solution is she. She is right in front of you. Focus on your daughter. Focus on giving her all the tools and support that she will require to be a life hacker. Give her the three tools of HCC. Happiness, confidence in self, and creativity. Creativity. You're a womb man. Support your womb seed, that which sprouted from your own womb. Have apathy for those under your guardianship. Be they your younger sisters or cousins or nieces, look out for her so that she can navigate through those four years of high school with confidence and peace and happiness, all while gaining the knowledge that you are paying the fees for. This is the age when our daughter's wombs grow and begin to menstruate. It should be a time when she learns how to be confident in herself and grow into whom she is. A time of creating positive energy, not a time to create negative energies of disease or pain, of disease or cancers. Maito, be her safe harbour. My name is Nadja Nyakewa and I send you the energies of peace, knowledge, love and of much, much laughter. Have an awesome super week. You are super mama. Go now and energize a super girl.